0: and we're back back is what we are flan it's fork boys podcast outside with the
1: birds chirping 60 degrees kicking on my sister's porch
0: yeah I don't know what made you mix it up today but...
1: I don't know man I was just feeling like a you know a, uh, outside podcast was the way to go take it all in okay well I mean we spent a lot of time on this porch true 2000. From 2013 to 2015, we did, a, we did a number on this brick house here. We got, we got stories for days. We
0: accosted by the police on this porch. We did. Remember that? One, we, didn't one, even, we didn't even do anything.
1: One random Friday night, just smoking some cigars, and cop rolls up ready to pull his nine on us. He was holding it. He had his hand on his holster. And we were like... a flashlight in hand. I was like, hey,
0: man, I live here.
1: Like, what's, what's going on?
0: Probably should have just done us both a favor and blown us away.
1: Or <laughs> no, 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 sir. But, uh yeah, man, uh also, like, right before I moved, uh, in that very chair right over there, you held my daughter, and she played with your beard, and oh, yeah. that was a real sentimental moment. And then, um, I don't know, man, we've done a lot of entertaining on this porch, so... I just thought it was right, you know, come out, 60 degrees, a little overcast. I just feel like I need to be outside instead of inside. I know. feel like I'm
0: wearing sandals for the first time this year. Oh, man, I'm, I'm way ahead of you on that. Yeah, you're like a sandals in snow kind of guy.
1: Not only that, I just like wearing sandals <laughs> any time. Rain, yeah. snow, whatever. To each their own, buddy. So, uh, we're back again, and... Let's, where should we start? Let's, let's start with um, you gave the listeners, which, again, let's start it off with saying that the, we value our listeners' feedback, and normally throughout the week, I'll get a few texts about previous podcasts and stuff that we've talked about, and we're have we have, we're sitting on probably like 20, 25 listeners that are listening to us every week. Solid. So, let's, let's give that its just due. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate the feedback. Yeah, I don't even know 25 people. It's like, it's amazing. It really is, and it's you know we have done we have done no, very little in the way of advertisement, and just basically all word of mouth. We got our good friends over at the True Serum Podcast that give us a few plugs from week to week when they do theirs, mm-hmm. and then you know it's basically just uh, people that I know, maybe people that you know, and they listen to us every week and you you asked for recommendations on last podcast on where we should go, and we got one. We actually got two, but one 's a restaurant and one is a coffee shop. i got to say the coffee shop review of moxie was well received People really enjoyed that really and i w- and I was shocked because y- you felt like felt it wasn 't like one of our best podcasts it was subpar okay well you well, <laughs> I guess you 've set the standard high i don 't know but um we, had, uh, we have a review that we need to do um, for my buddy, Mark Thomas, who did my wedding. Uh, he was my pastor at my wedding. He wants us to do Bella, Bellissimo, or Bellissimo in DuPont City. I don't think it's Bell... Wait a minute. I've got to think about it. I don't think it's Bellissimo. What do you think it is? Because he's even struggled with the name.
0: I don't know. It's I- like a play on... Uh, Bellasinos. you know, it's not Bellasinos, but I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to look it up real quick.
0: I'm trying to learn Italian, too. It's, 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 it's B-E-L-L-I-S-S-I-M-O,
1: Bellissimo Pizza. Okay, Bellissimo. There you go. All right, so I was wrong. DuPont City, or DuPont Avenue in Bell, West Virginia. No. He wants us to go, and he's been a lot. He raves about the Calzones and he raves about the pasta dishes. He has not yet had the pizza, which it's Bellissimo pizza, okay. Bellissimo pizza. So, I feel like we have to go and maybe get one calzone and one pizza, and maybe one pasta dish, and then we just share it around the table.
0: All right, yeah. Well, a little that, bit of everything. That's, that's fine. You know, a real Italian-style dinner. Is he aware that <laughs> I made fun of this establishment? Yeah, I think it was like podcast previously. four. yeah. I wasn't so much making fun of that place as much as I was making fun of the food guy. Yeah, we don't really care for the food guy. I think I don't really think he knows what he's talking about.
1: I don't think so either. And here, here that, Brent, that that's a good that's a good. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And I think a lot of the in times, my
0: humble opinion, yeah,
1: in a in a lot of the times I feel like he's he's in cohorts with these restaurants. It's
0: very probable.
1: Yeah, that he's giving solid reviews of these restaurants so people will go and then they I think they pay him on the side. And that brings up another, uh, some feedback that we got from uh, Will's, Will Bell's wife, Kelsey. She said she enjoyed our coffee review of Moxie highly. She's been to Hopscotch Coffee, oh my favorite coffee spot that I've ever been to. And secondly, she said that we should start a social media page, and reach out to some of these restaurants and have them, have them pay us to do reviews and and publicize their uh, restaurants.
0: Basically, take a page out of Food Guide.
1: Exactly, book. and I was like, yeah, that'd be a great. That's a great idea. It's just that I'm going to lose you in June. Or well, July, July. I'm yeah. going to lose you in July because then you move, you move 45 minutes away. Yeah, I think
0: it, it's
1: going to. And then you're way, and then you're sure. way more occupied with. School Yeah and things we, of that nature.
0: I've been discussing it with my family, with my girlfriend. I mentioned it to you yesterday, like I'm starting to get really apprehensive because yeah. of the workload that's that's gonna be piled on top of me and Right. I'm just I'm gonna have zero time for shenanigans. Yeah, and I like shenanigans.
1: This is kind of shenanigans. Yeah. So, so this this is going to take a little bit of a backseat, even though we're still going to try.
0: Yeah, we we might have to resort back to the uh, mobile podcast where we we call mm. in. Man, I, I, that I'd sucks. <laughs> it does. That sucks. But my apartment is uh it's a two bedroom, so I'm planning on the smaller room being like my study area. Yeah, and I can just close it off to the outside world. So, maybe we can turn that into a makeshift studio um, right? Right. if we're down there trying to place out on a weekend. So, and sh- she,
1: Kelsey, was uh, excited about me opening a, a coffee shop with the coffee shop idea Ooh. and actually said that she would be in in cahoots with the coffee shop basically either either become a partner maybe down the road or do a work shift whatever but it's cool to run into people that i think share share the same passion as you do especially with that um sort of topic and uh coffee I, i just love meeting people that love coffee as much as i do and when she texted me and sent me all that i was actually at work and I started reading, I was like, man, this is really cool, you know? Like, I never I mean, I knew she liked coffee, I'd made her coffee at the house, she's made me coffee, blah, blah, blah. Like, but it's just cool to meet other people that that share that same, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Vigor about a topic that, you know, you talk about on a podcast and you don't think anybody's listening, and then all of a sudden they just text you up out of the blue. That's what that's what's great about this, man, is that I get I get conversations from people that I never would have thought and it's all bec- it's all through food
0: and drinks, and it's crazy, man. They There's just- something sensual about food; it hits on a primal level, and it- people people really they think- gravitate to it. It is. It's pretty funny. It's like
1: talk- I, It's it's the new way of talk. You know, it's people have longed uh, for like deeper conversations other than like the weather and things like that. So I think like travel and food. Have become it's those the new water cooler. It's talk? A, it's the new water cooler t- talk. So okay. it takes a step up, and I enjoy that uh, very much. So instead of talking about the weather, what's going on in my life, or vice versa, so everybody talks about the weather. Yeah, uh, we don't. Well, we do at the beginning <laughs> of the podcast. So I didn't want to do that too much yeah. today because I knew I was kind of trying to make that point. But yeah, I, tr- I don't like talking about the weather. I don't like that small water. You cooler hear that, talk. guys?
0: No more weather talk. No
1: more weather talk. We're getting into the good months. There's, there'll be no reason to talk about the weather.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, so that's uh, Bellasemio.
0: I, I pronounced it. Bellissimo pizza. We can make that happen. That's gonna we can happen. Make that happen. I'm not. I'm not particularly thrilled about it, but maybe I'll be. Uh, I think
1: that's a good thing, though.
0: Yeah, I'll try not to be too critical.
1: And then we had our our number one fan of the podcast chris holstein his wife recommended to us that we need to go to drip coffee and hurricane is she a listener i maybe in passing if chris is listening to it in a, uh out loud but cool. cool on his phone or
0: something but and you you're you're ready to haul up to cincinnati with him we will leave for cincinnati tomorrow chris <laughs> let me get your ear for a moment take flan drag him if need be to Hoffboy House. Go to Hofburg House. I am the I'm the only one that I know other than my girlfriend that's been to Hofburg House. And nobody can relate with me about how great it is. You won't regret it. Apple strudel, liters of beer. Yeah,
1: it's not gonna be his forte. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's out on that. He's out on that notion. But whatever, man. <laughs> drip coffee and hurricane coffee shop (coughs) will hit that up and then also i wanted to add he really enjoys our mount rushmore segment so i feel like it is just due to mention who what his mount rushmore video games were by all means resident evil the series Mm -hmm. metal gear solid the series okay zelda the series and gears of war the series all extremely high on the level of story mode, campaign mode. Like, yeah,
0: not a, the only multiplayer game there is. Gears of War. I'm with you on that too, Chris, because Flan has always been a. Uh, I, I, I don't. What are you in terms of? You're just like a sports competition. Minded, I use like, I use video games as a form
1: of competition for it, sure. Not me. I,
0: it's it's one of my forms of escapism so it's kind of like a book that you play when you do a story mode or a campaign I really enjoy that I'll play campaigns over and over again just like I'll read a book more than one time so I'm I'm with you on that Gears of War for (coughs) me it doesn't get any better than Gears of War 2 but that's just that's just me personally
1: Yeah, you mentioned that last night. I don't don't really remember anything about the campaigns other than the first one. I remember the the first first one being really good,
0: But I remember the second one just blowing me away. But uh, I've never played... What what was the second one? Metal Gear Solid? Metal Gear Solid. That's a PlayStation. We didn't really do a whole lot of
1: PlayStation growing up.
0: Yeah, no. We were strictly Xbox and Nintendo. Until Bill moved in here when he was working at the Power Park and he had...
1: He had PlayStation 4. Yeah,
0: and we played the show.
1: Um, On the outside, looking in for him, he had Mario and Final Fantasy in there, too. Okay. Mario's.
0: Mario's uh, was a hard one to leave off. I mean, that's just so nostalgic. I watched a video, though, about uh, Mario. Well, really, it was about Sega. And it said that, you know, nobody could touch Mario. The whole... Mario Saga was, was just untouchable. Everybody recognized Mario. Everybody was playing Mario. And then Sega came up with Sonic. And it gave Mario, like, a serious run for its money. Mm. Yeah. I'd that, still have Mario ahead of, of Sonic, though. Really? I yeah. like them both, but I, I, I never... The only Nintendo I had growing up was a 64, and I didn't have any Mario games for it. So... Um, the only, the only Mario game, it's not even a Mario game, that I had for the 64 was Super Smash Brothers. Mario was one of the characters you could pick. but uh, Man,
1: we played the heck out of Mario Golf and Mario Tennis, though. We did? Down at Roquette's house.
0: Oh, yeah. We went to true. war
1: on those games, man. That's true. I remember they Mario 64, that was a great game.
0: Yeah, they had also rented a game one time called uh, Mario Kart. Got a war on Mario Kart. Oh yeah. Well, I have that for the Wii. I I haven't played it in a long time. I I tried to get Ashley to play it when she first moved in here, and she did. She, you know, talked a big game. Yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. stomped Spanked her, her. <laughs> mercilessly, and she's never wanted to play since. Mm. So, there's something
1: to that you got to let them win a few to, to keep the keep the. Keep it interesting. Well, I, I was really—you can't just smash them out the gate. Oh, I did. <laughs> it was brutal. Too. I used to give you a few back in the day, just to keep you interested. in them I know
0: out. that's a funny thing to say coming from you. I never won with you, and any time that I started to win, you would turn the I'm, game off, <laughs> <laughs> or you would restart. Yeah, it's whatever. Man. Yeah, man.
1: Wars back in the but day. But yeah,
0: we can do the drip too. I don't know where that is.
1: Yeah, me either. But we'll find it. Yeah, we got GPS in this golden age of right technology. On. Right on. So there's the two that we'll put up, we'll put up on the list. And like, you know
0: what? When when uh, when Flan asked me what we were gonna do for this podcast, I actually had I was mistaken in thinking that he had already hightailed it off to Cincinnati with uh, Holstein. But uh, I was <laughs> my, the one of the first places I suggested was. Tudors, Tudors, Biscuit World. Not because I enjoy it, but because I want to destroy tutors. Leave it alone, man. I
1: don't think I can let you do it. Why? Just leave it alone. Why? I'm,
0: I'm going to do, <laughs> do it on my own. I'm going to do it on my own. You can't crush people like this. Oh, I can. And I will. <laughs> well, Tutors it's like when Bourdain, I'm going to just quote him probably every podcast. When Bourdain went after Paula Deen said she's basically a mass murderer for the, the ingredients that she puts in her food. Tudors, you're just as guilty. <laughs> Your fountain beverages have grease in them. You can taste it. I'm
1: not joking. Well, there's there's some tutors establishments that are better than others, though. Well, of course,
0: the one in Nitro the, that's opening. the
1: one in Nitro is the staple. Yeah, that's and it's good. You went, you went what four years ago on the whims whimsical trip, like at like two in the morning with a bunch of people. Did you not? When we were all over here one time, did everybody shack up and go to tutors, and I stayed home? I have no idea. Yeah, because it's been twenty four hours, and I felt like you went on that trip two a. m. That's that's pretty late for me. I felt like it was you, but maybe not. Maybe it was a few other people.
0: I'm a homebody, man. When it's like 11 o'clock, my internal clock is pinging for me to go home. But... I don't know. The one in Dunbar is awful.
1: So that's that's where you're...
0: I remember Kurt saying that he went and he saw uh, a woman behind the counter putting deodorant on. Which, that's not the worst thing that someone can do, but... It's, it's It's up there. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good either. It's... It, the one at Dunbar is awful um there's a yet few- yet early in the morning, and when I say early i'm talking like 10 a m nine to ten o'clock at places the, the drive through line is is out on the all the way around the building and and on to twenty five which yeah. all right I can't talk about this. I'm gonna get Your on. blood pressure's getting Yeah, up. <laughs> let me check my Fitbit. My pulse is—it's—it's uh, it's hitting eighty right now. Just so leave
1: it's... them alone, man. No. That was actually that was one of the places last week when we were trying to think of places that we weren't going to review. I don't feel like it. Uh, it doesn't honor a review. It doesn't deserve a review. That's fine. I'm yeah. gonna review it on my own. I would. Re- I the only bre- like the, the other place, their rival. I would, and I don't even call them a rival, but Susie's. Susie's. I would review Susie's.
0: Yeah. Susie's is good. They're the redheaded stepchild to Tutors, though. It, but I like, feel like
1: it's—I uh, don't know, man. I just that biscuit is better, way better than a Tutors biscuit.
0: When you bite into a Tutors biscuit, just a plain butter biscuit, it goes. <laughs> you can hear it. I'm not even joking. I tested this hypothesis too. I don't know what that—I don't know what that noise was. <laughs> it's the sound of <laughs> grease when you—you you know. Mm. It's disgusting. It's it. Of course, it tastes good. Of course, everything Tudor sells tastes good. I man, I don't even. I won't even go that far. I don't think a lot of their stuff is that good. You know what
1: biscuit I like in there? And this is a this is this is shameful. And I think you like the same exact biscuit that I like. The peppy. I love the peppy. I love that thing. <laughs> of course, pepperoni and nacho cheese on a biscuit. It is just divine. It is, a, it is one of those things that I don't like to admit, but I like it. Yeah, it's It like, shouldn't work, but it works.
0: Yeah. But all the
1: other ones, the only other one I would contemplate, I think, is uh, the Duke. Maybe it's bacon, egg, and cheese
0: plus a hash brown on the biscuit. I feel like I have said this story on this podcast before. Uh, I've told it to a lot of people, but it speaks volumes to me personally about tutors. When I was in high school... I had to go down on a Saturday morning to to retake a math test, and I got tutors right after with a girl that was in my class that was taking the test. Um, I got the Thundering Herd, okay? Yep. I, I don't remember what's on it, but it's, it's pretty much the kitchen sink, everything but the kitchen sink.
1: I think that one's, I think the Thundering Herd is sausage, egg and cheese with a hash brown. Pretty yeah. sure. It's, it's large. Yeah, it's a huge biscuit.
0: I got that and a, and a large sweet and iced tea. For lunch, I met my cousin at the mall and I had the chicken teriyaki from that Japanese place. Then I came home and my mom had brought home Wendy's for everybody and I, she had brought me like a big bacon classic or something. A combo. Ate the combo. Then I went on a date that night to the movies, had an entire thing of popcorn for both of us. She didn't eat any, I ate it all. Came home, woke up in the middle of the night, threw my guts up. Well, and the I wonder thing, why. The only thing I didn't want ever again was tutors. <laughs> That's it. Everything else I could, I could stomach, but not tutors.
1: So I can't let you continue on down this road. I got to stop you right here. I'll revisit it. I'll revisit it. <laughs> Just leave the poor establishment alone. I feel like I need. My to- sister does. Uh, his wife's hair. Whoever owns it. Oshel Craig? Yeah, my sister does her wife's hair, so leave leave him alone, man. He's leave not him. listening,
0: and if he is, <laughs> shame on. He's him down Oshel. in Florida, just yeah.
1: kicking it. He he opened a tutors
0: down somewhere in Florida. Yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure that uh, a guy that I graduated high school with is the owner or manager. Really? Type. Yeah, super loaded dude in high school, so makes. But sense. owns the one in Florida, and runs it. I mean, I can't say that with a hundred percent certainty, but I remember seeing a picture of him and maybe his wife. I I'm not sure who she was standing in front of the store with like a a location tag on the post saying like proud owners or glad this could happen. I I don't know. Right. Basically saying that they you know that's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess whatever. There's also one uh, right outside of Dayton, Ohio. Nice. Branching out. I don't understand that one. Hey, man,
1: the guy's brilliant.
0: You can't knock the guy's hustle. Of course. He probably never eats it a day in his life. No,
1: of course not. Why would he? But he knows what he's doing, obviously. He's playing to the masses around here. I mean, he's smart. That's a businessman. He he
0: knows a weakness, and he exploits it. Now, I
1: think he might have bit off a little too much by opening so many of them. I think he'd have been better off.
0: (laughs) There's a lot.
1: You want there's a lot of
0: tutors, dude. It's capitalism at work. He he's expanded the market and it's working. People want it.
1: Yeah, I actually wish it was the other way around. I wish Susie's would expand the market and him like halted. I would eat Susie's a lot more if I thought about it, but I don't think about it. I drive by Tutors a lot. I'm I just like don't. I just
0: don't like breakfast. Man. Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's your other great. I like donuts. That's about it.
1: There's a new donut place going in uh Ashton Place. Peace, love, and dun- Peace, love, and donuts. That's going in Ashton Place. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. One, there's one in Huntington too, right? There is. Yeah. Yep. I've that's I've a, that's I heard it from Mark because Mark's wife went down to Huntington with uh, some friends and she got peace, love, and donuts down there and then told. There's then one in Morgantown. Is there? And yeah. Th- yeah. Now yeah. there's gonna be one My in Ashton Place. My mom brought
0: home a couple of, of donuts. I mean, they're tiny too. They're like yeah. almost bite sized but she brought home some some kind of peanut and chocolate donut. And I tried it, and it was good. So I've been wanting to go to the one in Huntington for a while, but I, I've just several times I've been down there recently. I haven't stopped, but um, yeah, you'll be able to yeah. get it all the time. And coming up, hopefully. So hopefully. Oh,
1: and by the way, I'm speaking of which, Morgantown next weekend. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Gonna yeah. be coming with a, a review of Morgantown eats. Where are we going? Do You know? Don't know yet. I haven't talked to Marcus much about it, but he's not going to disappoint. Okay, we're going to be on the move. All I'm right. I'm thinking uh, schedules looking like my daughter's soccer game at nine, probably over at ten. Hit the road, get up there for lunch, grab a bite, get over to the game if it's not raining. Extended forecast look like maybe fifty percent chance of rain on Saturday, so we'll see what that looks like on probably Wednesday or Thursday. If it rains, I doubt we might eighty-six the game, and then. Uh, Dinner, some, somewhere nice, and I think next following morning we're going to wake up and do brunch somewhere, and then hit the road back. Mm. <laughs> All right. So, that's well, just a tentative schedule. Yeah. It's
0: subject to change, but... I'm staying with my cousin. Uh, I don't know how that'll play out. I might just meet you guys wherever you are um, You settle on for the after game... Dinner? the The main show. Oh, yeah. So get it in yeah can't wait for that excited about that trip man i've never really eaten anywhere in town either so oh man there's a I, I hear a lot like my there's cousin, a lot of good places my cousin lives right down the street from some irish pub or bar or something and the guy that owns it or maybe it's it's a woman i, I can't remember she's from ireland yeah or, or maybe scotland or something you got a name uh i'd have to ask i don't yeah. I remember I, I've never been to my cousin's house. There's a cool so.
1: place for beer that I'd like to take you called the Apothecary. Oh, I remember you downtown. Me, That's a real nice, cool joint. Maybe to hang I'll up. hit
0: that up with them beforehand. It's maybe it's like cool, if you man. guys are at the game or something, we'll, we'll head over to the Apothecary. Apothecary. You know what that means? Yeah,
1: pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. really cool place. Yeah. Um. So yeah, excited about that. Then I'm eating somewhere in Cincinnati with Holstein. Hopefully one night, maybe two. So. We'll have a lot of good content for next weekend, or probably, we'll probably do the podcast early in the week next week sometime, and then uh, get that out to you guys. But a lot of cool things going on. Springs hit, nice weather. <laughs> Talking about the weather again. Uh, yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> so very, very exciting times for the Fort Buddies, right, leading up to you going down the road in June, so... July. July, whatever. <laughs> June, July, same difference.
0: Um, yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's like early July, like the first week of July. Yeah,
1: and then uh, in July, I get to go watch the Foo Fighters in Maryland mm-hmm. and then hang out with the, the Bells. That
0: that should be a righteous time. And get
1: to eat up there. I think my wife's going to go. She's just going to hang out. She's. By not the way,
0: go. did you ever uh, think of what turn of phrase I used that Dave Grohl used in his documentary no
1: but I I said this to you last night at dinner which we're going to get to the review but I said I was in the middle of watching my computer but on the background I had uh, the back and forth documentary of how the Foo Fighters got together and um, Dave Grohl said some sentence and it just snapped me out of my stupor and you said it in the last podcast and it was verbatim Like, I don't know what the idea was, but it was like you had watched that over and over and over again and just, you didn't even know. You just subconsciously said the exact same words that Dave said in the documentary. I have
0: absolutely no idea. I meant to go back and listen, but I didn't. Maybe I'll watch it when I go home. I don't know.
1: But a lot of exciting things on the forefront. And again, we appreciate you guys with the feedback and uh, appreciate you guys listening. Um, And... Now we're going to get to the one of the most anticipated reviews that we've talked about. We've talked about this. We've talked about this place at nauseum. We did it. We did it. We accomplished Chow thai sitting down in the restaurant and eating it.
0: It happened.
1: It happened yesterday at around four o'clock. And yesterday, I can't. I can't tell you how excited. I, let me tell a funny story about. <laughs> I, so Friday, I'm sitting there and you're. I'm like, hey man, like what's going on? Because I hadn't heard from you. And normally I hear from you about like Wednesday or Thursday on trying oh, to get some man, plans I was together. Having
0: a bad day.
1: So you text me back and tell me you get back to me, and I'm like, okay. And then you start we, we get back into the conversation. You start throwing out places you want to go eat, and I'm like, what about Chow Thai? Like, how, we got to get Chow Thai done. You're like, well, I don't think they're open. And I was like, I'll find out. I know where this is going. So, <laughs>
0: You're so
1: I I uh I Google the number, call him up, and my favorite woman picks up. And out of like just pure shock, I just hit the <laughs> hit the red button on the phone, hang up. I'm like, why did I do that? Why
0: did I just say I'm glad you're open? But I, I didn't. I just I froze, and I just like ah hang up. I know I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back with with Ashley, <laughs> maybe my mom. Revisit what I I, I love that yesterday. woman too I know dude She is She's so awesome Awesome She's awesome. so nice She's one of the coolest uh, Restaurant tours Did you see what was happening
1: I, In there yesterday Could you tell what was happening I feel like she was training Yeah day. she was training people Because whatever happened Was life changing obviously And I feel as though She didn't feel like She had anybody trustworthy enough To rest- run the restaurant While she was gone so she's been doing a lot of the work in there. True. And I think now she's she's True. seen the error of what happened. Well, I'm going to go
0: back, and I'm going to be like, hey.
1: She's the glue to hold that place together, though. Yeah, because she remembered
0: you. Oh, she like loves you, me. Yeah, you, she, get, you I, go in there. I go, I've go. i been in there seven,
1: eight times at least, and I give her the same card every time, and she always comments on it. <laughs> and it's my picture of my daughter when she was, like, nine months old, maybe. Yeah. And, uh... She loves that picture, so she always says something. Well, we actually, for the first time ever, had my daughter in there yesterday. So it, it kind of all clicked. Yeah, it came full circle
0: for her. Yeah, but so
1: she's seen it in real, real time. I'm going to go back, and I'm going to be like, hey, you remember, oh, I'm going remember back the to other you.
0: day when somebody <laughs> called and hung up immediately?
1: She probably has my number on caller ID or something. It was the baby card guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I love that place, though. So yeah. let's get into it. Let's get into the review. Uh, we were a little nervous pulling up because we were because know,
1: it, there was no one there. Everybody
0: we, remembers what I said. We were supposed to meet up there like three weeks ago or so, and sign on the door. You know, sorry, we're closed, we'll, but we'll be back open as soon as possible. And when we got there, there was nobody no what, in the no parking one. lot, so it, it was a little unnerving. But the the neon open sign was on. lit. That's right. So. And we were excited because. Yeah, man. We walked in and that, that poor dude behind the counter. Oh, we came up he with. He was nervous. Yeah, of course he was. He's I trying think, to learn a new job. Well,
1: we, we we planned that out because we thought we were going to have your girlfriend join us. So.
0: Yeah, inside, I, I did a really bad thing. <laughs> I'm, I feel bad about it. You that, got her did, food, though. I did. The aftermath wasn't as bad as I thought. You, I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> I've had worse. Basically. She's been uh, really, really busy lately, and she had to wake up early yesterday morning to go do something uh, pretty labor-intensive, and when she got back, she fell asleep, and I tried to wake her up. You know, we had a plan. We were going to meet a tai at 4 o'clock, meet the Flanagans, and she just wouldn't get up. And you know, I'm only going to nudge somebody so many times.
1: Yeah, I don't like waking my wife up either. Yeah,
0: so... That's peaced, peaced out.
1: Peace out. Girl scout. So, she wasn't pleased. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it, w- it worked out. Yeah, it worked out. So, we but we chose the time for the simple fact of we wanted to uh get there earlier cuz we knew that if we were at there at like 5 or 6 it'd be tough to get a table cuz there's only four tables in that restaurant. Yeah, it's tiny. it's tiny.
0: Very tiny. And I love it though. I, I do too. I know it's so small.
1: I, that that brings me into my next point, man. There's something so intimate. warm and intimate. It's and like a di- it's like your own dining room, almost. It's really cool, man. I don't, and there's not a lot going on. It's basically just a counter with them cooking in the back corner, and then four tables, and then a bathroom, and that's it. Yeah. But it's just something. Just it's cool to hang out in there for some reason, to yeah. me, to us. But we did that. When we went early, so that kind of freaked us out because we didn't think they were going to be open. Well, we were the only ones
0: there, which was...
1: It was nice.
0: Yeah, it was. I enjoyed that a lot.
1: Food came out prompt. You know,
0: food came out great, I as was, always. I, I should have made a mental note of what I got. I don't remember. Um. I know I got Ashley the Pad Thai, and I got it medium spicy. All right, let's set the scene here. We go. need to set the go scene. Go, set, set the scene. We walk in. The The... Badass restaurant lady is sitting down in the window, I guess guiding this guy through, you know, how to do the day to day The cash register basically. And he hands us some menus and he was like, Just come back to me when you're ready to order and I'll I'll get you going. So we sit down in this little like Ottoman couch like thing. I decide what I want. I stroll up. Now Flan had, you know, me being the spice and pepperhead that I am, he told me early on that he was going to order the level of spiciness for me. Yeah. So I ordered. Do you have the menu up? I do. What is right underneath the pad thai? If you say it, I'll know it. Is it a special? Mm-hmm. You had the pad horpa? No.
1: The s- kosui? soy? No. The Pad Key Mayo? Mail? Yeah, that's
0: what I had. Wild my.
1: rice noodles, white button mushrooms, broccoli, y- black pepper, sweet onion, and Thai basil?
0: That is it, yeah. With chicken? Yep. Yep. And uh the way it works, I know we've, we've referenced this a lot of times in the past. She has this chalkboard on the wall when you come in. And you know what I noticed? Can't that I miss it. I really liked about it. She had the exact number of egg rolls that they had left that day. That, I'm getting into that. that uh, was, I, want to, I want to elaborate on that. Because
1: that. there was a situation that no one else ha- had happened to them except me, and I, she got me. She got, she got me. Because she knew, she knew me, and she knew that I normally ordered it, but I seen on the wall on that very exact board that they had 86 the spring rolls. So me knowing what 86 means, they were out. Well, after you ordered, after Taylor ordered, I walked up, ordered my Pad Thai. Spice level was, I think, uh, spicy.
0: Well, hang on. The spice level, though. Yeah, you hit it. You have one star, which is, like, mild. Yeah. Two stars medium, three stars spicy or hot. I don't remember. Four star, they call it Thai spicy. Yeah. Well, f- that's all you need to know, really. Right. Flynn asked if they could go above and beyond that. Because he wanted to light me up, and she was like, "We can do it like double tie spicy, triple like whatever, right, and the guy was like, "Well, the chef hears you back there he'll he'll make it hot, so she made my double tie spicy, so we'll leave it there for now, but well, back to
1: my point was. I'd seen the Spring Rolls 86, and I, I was ordering, and I ordered my Pad Thai, got it, and she goes, there's Spring Rolls too. I'm like, I was like, I was kind of taken back. I was like, yeah, I want to order those." <laughs> so she knew that, you that I always, I get them every time, but I had seen on the wall that they were out. But back to your original point, it's a beautiful thing when a restaurant lets you know that once they run out of something... They're done, yeah. and that shows you the level of freshness that they're cooking with, and the le- the level of detail. Now I get it. I get it for some people. It is, it is disheartening when they run out of those things. But at the same time, it lets you know they're putting out high quality product yeah, in plus, the bag. It
0: happens, you know. Right. Like if you're that set on that product that it like put, you're mean about it. Yeah That's that's your problem I've
1: had the crispy wontons And I've had the shrimp rolls And I've had the veggie spring rolls I've had them all The only one I haven't had They've had wings in there before And I haven't been able to get my hands on those Interesting But eventually I will But man she, she She plays around with the menu every once in a while So I like that I like that aspect of it It's Man The food in there I like her I like her I like the I like the feel of the restaurant. I love eating in there. Um but the food, man. The food can't be talked about enough. I got to I got to believe uh, you can't go wrong with any dish in there. Not one. Yeah, I think they are that's... all good and all high level like they're all done well. I agree. It, it I made the point to you at dinner last night. I used to go to uh uh, the place in South Charleston that you just went Taste of Asia mm-hmm. I used to go to the one in Hurricane and South Charleston quite a bit Because I love Thai food I love it It has become that I, I get on these kicks I'll have I'll go a few months where I'm all about pizza Then I'll go a few months where I'm all about burgers Flynn
0: is very obsessive He has such an obsessive personality
1: And Thai food If I get on a Thai kick it's it's. I think I mix in Thai and sushi Are you back? Are you back on Oh, TV? man. I, yeah, like, if she's open, I'm probably... <laughs> I'm giving it a serious thought every weekend on going to Chow Thai.
0: I think I'm going to try and go back this week.
1: Man, it's, it's so worth it. Yeah. But anyways, so... I told you while I was eating the Pad Thai, I was like, I can't go back to Taste of Asia because I get oh. the Pad Thai there, and it's not even remotely
0: close <sighs> to as good as the Pad Thai there. Well...
1: It's not even close. I'm going to say
0: this. I'm they're playing
1: s- different games. Man. I,
0: I agree with you. I agree with you. The the food at Chow Thai is like. It's legit Thai food. If your mother was from Thailand and. She the, had a walk and yeah, she was and like cooking you, in the kitchen. And you hadn't been home in a while. That. And it's it's basically like, you know, you're going and eating in your mom's kitchen. Yeah. And. Taste of Asia is more of like a, a restaurant in the um, the real sense of the word. Like when you think restaurant with an extensive menu. I mean, because Chow Thai only has. Like their menu is one page, one front of one page.
1: We have one, two, th- five, six, eight dishes plus three starters.
0: Yeah, man. Taste of Asia, on the other hand, and they have ice cream too. They had, I, was, I saw that it I was, was kind of interested. It, it was from Ellen's. Yeah, it was, it was Ellen's was. ice cream. It Which like,
1: hey, we I like Ellen's. I like Ellen's. I like Ellen's a lot. Ellen's. I had their I had their Guinness ice cream one time. I,
0: I was blown away. Ooh, it was good. Really? Yeah, it was I really get, good. All right, all right. It's good. I can get funky with some Ellen's, but uh, yeah, dude, I don't I don't think that you can really compare the two. Like Taste of Asia is a it's a chain. I guess well
1: sorta they got a few restaurants.
0: Yeah, but I mean they 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 do
1: a they do a smorgasbord of Chinese, sushi, Thai food. They do a little bit of everything in yeah, there. Yeah,
0: and where Chow Thai is just strictly Thai food. But You know what? I didn't I didn't notice that they had a Thai menu at Taste of Asia the last time I was there. Did they get rid of it? I don't think they did. I don't know. It's a separate menu. Because
1: I remember from the days of calling and ordering, there was two different menus. There was one one sushi Chinese-based menu, and then there's a Thai menu.
0: I didn't see any Thai offerings, but uh, I got a steamed Triple Delight. And Ashley got a steamed seafood something or other. And I tried hers. She tried mine. Man, you can't get stuff like that at at a lot of places, though. I mean, it was a lot healthier for you than... Traditional entrees, right? We got uh, a a black rice sushi as well, and it was very very good. So I can't knock Taste of Asia. I'm not
1: knocking. It. I'm just saying it's hard for me to get the things that yeah. I used to get there, and now go back because of Chow Tai. Don't do it then. I go, can't
0: go to Taste of Asia and get like uh, I don't know sushi would be the only thing yeah, I probably order. Yeah, I mean their sushi I think is is really good. Now. Fuji Sushi. That's, Fuji's a, that's, a, that's another place with. They're where, playing you know, a different game, in my opinion. Oh, a level th- of freshness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuji is to sushi as Chow Thai is to Thai food. One hundred percent. You know, and, couldn't agree and more. And Taste of Asia just kinds, kind of like blends them both together in like one big menu. My dream is those two is Chow Thai and Fuji merging.
1: <laughs> and becoming one you know conglomerate. You know what we should do? <laughs> we should. Uh... Dude, I would give them all my money. I'd be like, here's my savings account. Just make me a member. Can I sign up? Can I please be first in line? Because I will get both every weekend, <laughs> please. You have
0: like the rewards card. <laughs> yes.
1: That is my. Uh, if two places could come together and make it work, that would be my dream team right there. Man. Child that would, tie that and would be good. That would be good. Ah. Oh. But my love for Thai food is just infinite right now. Like I can't stop. I'm actually over here googling. Uh, yeah, it started. It started back in the day. I watched this. I told you I watched this thing on Vice about Andy Ricker's, this famous uh, chef, and he opened this place called Pok Pok in Portland, and he does like, I mean, super traditional like Thai cuisine. And I hate even using the term traditional cuisine Thai cuisine, but you yeah, know what that even it, mean man it 's just Thai cuisine we gotta, like I, a lot of people you know because there 's so many of those fusion restaurants out there now mm-hmm. you know what I mean where people blend like American and Chinese and you know we we watch the Mexican fusion when it comes to all the Mexican restaurants around here, because they've... The they've, american food. Exactly. It's disgusting. And people don't... I, I, there's a lot of people that I talk to that don't like real, real, legit Mexican food. They don't like traditional Mexican food. They've had it in different like, states, and they're like, no.
0: How can you not?
1: I don't know. A lot of people are turned oh, off gosh. by it. I'm more... I go the other way. I want it as, as authentic as possible. And Chow Thai gives me that, man like mm-hmm. they're pad thai there's there's two dishes that i have in my repertoire that i don't care who you are or what you like if i feed you this at my table if i bring it home from the restaurant and i don't care if you don't like thai you don't like uh, what's the cuisine what's the cuisine at uh um, bonhof german if I, br- yeah, sort of, yeah. if I bring home a sausage party or a pad thai, we're gonna have a good night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those two those two dishes alone, like to me, it's they're no brainers. They're easy and I would even and Suko Thai is right behind that. Suko Thai is really good. It's what my wife ordered.
0: I love it too, but oh, it's more the, soupy. The, the noodle dish. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's
1: a, it's a special. I've had that. That's it's a noodle bowl. That's what I
0: had to go. It's
1: a rice noodle bowl of pork. Yeah, and it's like a lime broth with like crispy wontons in it. Well, it's the, good. The,
0: the, the sh- ground up pork, man. That that's it's, it's the, delicious. That's the centerpiece of that. It's of delicious. That dish. Yeah, it is
1: sweet and spicy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, uh, those two dishes alone, like sausage party from Bonhoeff and this. The pad thai, I've like, I you can't turn me down on those.
0: Just, those are that good. Just wait, guys, because when we do Bonhoeff, ah, oh. it's going to be absolutely. I'm hoping,
1: I'm hoping we find something in Morgantown that beats Bonhoeff, but I don't feel like it's going to be possible. Yeah, Marcus has really got to pull one out of his hat.
0: Yeah, you got your work cut out for you because
1: Bonhov, because we need I, you need to come down. He hasn't had it, but Bill and Ham have had it. Yeah, right we there went for, for my birthday. birthday.
0: We went with Billy, yeah. yeah,
1: and Ham for my birthday. Yeah, enjoyed that. Was bit. I there? Yeah, you went. All four of us. Remember, we went down, then came back. We went for lunch. We got stuffed. Man, oh, yeah. it was great. Yeah, that's right. I it do. It was my birthday. I do
0: remember that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right but, on. Right on.
1: Like you had, you had pronounce it again. Uh, uh, I'm bad with the pronunciations of these dishes. You oh, I don't remember. What, uh, it was like pad padki p- Padkey mal. Yeah. And yours was, yours wasn't a your sp- what yours wasn't like super spicy, but it was it gave you just enough heat. Well, rate.
0: here's the thing, um, I don't think you would have enjoyed it because of the spice level. I what you guys you have just to, hurt yourself all the time. What you guys have to understand is I torture myself at home i'm a masochist when it comes you ruin food to hot sauce and peppers like i want to cry i don't know why It it is it's addictive when you get that amount of capsaicin flowing in you it, there must be some crazy endorphin rush or like adrenaline it I, is i really don't know but um yeah i th- when he when flan said just like Tear this guy up. Destroy him. Yeah, that's that's pretty much, in a nutshell, what he said. The guy behind the register, he looked at me and was like, Are you sure? And I was like, Yeah, man. It hit me with it. Hit me with it. And he was like, All right. The chef heard you back there. He's going to do it. And I said, Okay. And she brought it out. She brought mine out first, and I was going to wait. But Taylor, and her years of, of wisdom with you... She was like, "Just start eating." He's gonna be done way before either one of us are finished.
1: I got mine last and still beat. Still true. beat you, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Actually, Everly got hers first, um, and th- and it, it kind of played on what you said. I, I I wasn't aware that she had seen the picture of your daughter and knew you based on that picture, because when she brought out her food, which was like six grilled shrimp or whatever. Yeah she like did this funny thing with the plate like she was playing with her uh-huh. she like made the plate dance in the air she's like oh and then sat the plate down like she was playing with her for right. the first time and she she enjoyed it which was it was it had like this familial aspect to uh her service which was great i thought but uh oh and another thing that i feel like i need to mention when i walked in and i ordered i was looking at the menu after I had ordered what I was going to get and I knew I was going to need something to drink and I got a can of Dr. Pepper and I, you know I saw a can and I saw their cans in the refrigerator behind the counter And I wasn't exactly thrilled about it um, but she gave me a cup of ice and the can and I immediately was like this is uh, this is infinitely better than, than you, yeah, just, you don't like drinking from a can. I don't. As I'm drinking this. Uh, yeah, you guys, you
1: got that sparkling water. Yeah, beside raspberry
0: you seltzer water right here out of a can. But um, I was pleased with that. But I was beyond pleased when she brought those jugs of water yep. over to our table with, with more cups of ice. And she was like, Would you like another cup with ice? you know preemptively asking me that because she knew that you wanted me to suffer and I was like yeah I'm going to need another cup if you don't mind and she did she brought me another cup but uh let's get in let's get into the actual food um so like you said it I didn't find it terribly spicy it hit my palate just right it wasn't too much and it it wasn't too little you know right 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 um so I, it was a
1: good amount of spice for you you weren't disappointed yeah, by the off spice the level that
0: um it was super hot though like it was i mean it, it came was, out pop, piping hot it did and man the chilies i could smell them oh makes my mouth water just thinking about it in thai cuisine they use
1: some thai chilies and things of that it, it's not like it's not going to scorch you with the spice level, but it is gonna, it's going to add a lot of flavor to the dish,
0: right? Oh my gosh. It's
1: not like you're eating so like a straight
0: habanero that's going to just light your taste buds up. Yeah, and plus, I don't think that habaneros and, and most extremely spicy peppers like that have a good flavor. Right? They almost taste uh, fruity. And it that's weird to me. It's got to be like, done it's right. It's like a vegetable that tastes like a fruit. Almost. Yeah, it's got to be done right. Um, but yeah that chili paste or whatever that she put in there it was so good and at first the spice level it, it wasn't what it became if that makes sense when i reached the bottom of the dish where all of the peppers had sunk to it got a lot spicier and my nose was running the whole time my lips were on fire it was it was glorious it was glorious. So I think actually next time I go, I'm either going to ask for that exact same level of spice or I'm going to tell her to kick it up even higher. So we'll see. We'll see. I might I might want to try it again on another dish and see what I think. It's just... For continuity purposes. Mm-hmm. I want to see if it's as spicy as it was yesterday, but... Um, so...
1: Uh, it... In this review, I find it extremely hard to come up with a description of what I'm eating and how good it is. All I know is it's phenomenal. Like you know what I mean? Like it's the only words I can really conjure up to be like, man, that is so good. But there's something just it it leaves me in a loss for words because it's the perfect it's the perfect portion size.
0: You know it's, what it's the like? perfect
1: contrast of flavors mm-hmm. because it's got crunch, it's got heat, it's got a uh, silkiness to it with the noodles, it's got protein that gives it a Yeah. It, it ties it all in. And man, the price
0: point is is amazing. Spot on. Amazing.
1: Spot on. For the quality of food it is,
0: it is I mean the yeah. pad
1: ties ten bucks. I mean, you can't for the level of food that I get or the amount of food I get mm-hmm. and the level of how well it's done, when it comes with rice noodles, garlic chives, bean sprouts, egg, uh, protein, and crushed peanuts on top. Yep, it's perfect. Ten bucks? I can, like. I can't get a better ten dollar dish anywhere in this area no. than right there. I'll spend my ten dollars gladly over and over and over again. There isn't a dish on the menu that's above ten dollars. Like you're you're going to get your bang for your buck there. We've talked about price point at nausea and more to the point where I don't even like talking about it anymore. But honestly, ten bu- gets it right. Ten bucks for the amount of food I get, it's awesome. Yeah. And the quality, it's awesome.
0: My my way of explaining the experience is it, to people who have never been, which is probably most of the listeners actually. Um,
1: I feel like a lot of people are gonna give it a thought now
0: after this, but I, I think most so. I should. think most people know about it. Um, it's like if you're actually in Thailand and you've never had—I hate saying this word—but you've never had authentic Thai food before, or at least Thai food from an actual Thai person that knows Thai food. Right. Um, you're wandering around. You don't know uh, like where to go to get something to eat, and you find this hole in the wall, gem of a location, a real diamond in the rough.
1: On Shrewsbury Street, by the way, if people
0: don't know where that's Yeah, Shrewsbury Street. Uh, And the proprietor of this establishment just happens to speak perfect English. And Thai. And
1: Thai. Because she goes to town when she's talking to her workers. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: And she knows exactly how to uh, please your palate. I don't and she does. F- I don't feel so
1: bad about using the word authentic because she actually, on her website, she uses that same term, so that, that takes my level of anxiety down a little bit, even though we, I, I got, the reason why I say I don't like the word authentic is is I'm basically taking a page out of David, David, Ch- uh, Chang. Chang, David Chang's uh, book. When he
0: gets all upset like, about, it, like, it authentic Italian. It doesn't even matter, yeah. Like, as long as it tastes good. Yeah. That's really and what. And to me, th- like... In this case, it's authentic and it tastes good, so...
1: I guess my biggest takeaway is that I don't want people to be scared of other cuisines that they're not familiar with. Like, just step out there. Dip your, dip your foot in the water. Test yeah. it. Start out with something simple. Pad Thai is about as simple a dish as you could possibly get. Yeah. Start
0: there and then branch off like my dad actually mocks me for eating vietnamese food of course and it, i hate it it's ignorance not the way to make friends it's
1: it's it's ignorance it's it's absolute ignorance because it's it's basically saying i used to talk about chinese food and sushi and all those things because i never ate them as a kid and i was like oh never never will i eat that a quote-unquote dog that they're serving up. You know, I, w- I, would, I would always say that. I was always mocking people. And then the first time I had it, I haven't went back since. It's some of my favorite cuisine. Mm-hmm. It's so complex to me. It's it's something so different that once you have it, you're like, oh, I, can, I, I can't believe I, I deprived myself of this for years. And why haven't I been eating more of this? Like, I wish there was m- I actually wish... There was more Thai restaurants in the area that were giving them a run for their money. I wish there was a competition amongst Thai restaurants in the area. That would be great. It'd be great for business. It'd be great for uh, competitiveness because then she would have to step up her game even more. and I, if if what she's at right now is championship level, like that's awesome because we are getting a taste of something that we cannot, we can't get anywhere else. You know what I mean mm-hmm. like ah oh, I just I can't I could go on and on about my love for the suko tie for the pad tie for the spring rolls the spring rolls are I didn't try one of those you but you've had them you had them right yeah you've Maybe. had them
0: I don't remember they're
1: so good and they're so simple it's basically just a wrap with cabbage and sh- and shrimp in it and they're amazing they're so fresh they're so crispy they're so light that sauce she serves with it great like it all works I'm so hungry <laughs> I can eat it again right now and I'm not hungry I'm not hungry at all and I could eat it I'm starving <laughs> but I mean it again it's a place that I love so much this is where I'm going to struggle and I guess I want this is I want to let our listeners know on places that I love so much I can't I can explain it some ways but I can't explain it in other ways so I don't have a whole lot to say about Chow Thai other than the sense of I can just go oh my gosh I love that
0: keeping with the simplicity of the actual restaurant itself the re- a simple review is, is, is what perfect. is necessary
1: it's- here It's it's cool to be inside that place because it is what it is it's all there straightforward the 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 woman who runs it and owns it, she's awesome. Yeah, talk to her, have a good time with her, yuck it up. She
0: just gets it. Right, like she's not trying to do anything more than what she needs to do, and it works. It works really, really well, and no the- frills. You, what you pay for is what you get, and you, what you pay
1: for is high quality. Yeah. If she even bumped it up to like twelve or thirteen dollars, I'd have no problem paying that. Yeah, I'd. I, I'd still, I'd pay, still pay it. Uh, our friends over at Gonzo Burger don't have any problem with paying, making you pay for thirteen bucks for a little small cheeseburger
0: with frozen fries.
1: <laughs> like, and uh, can I say this? Yeah. Can I say this right now? I mean,
0: I'm not stopping you.
1: Chow Thai? It's the best restaurant in Charleston.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I would uh, probably uh, agree uh, with that. Uh, there are some in Charleston that I think are very good. But I would say Chow Thai is far and away in a league of its own.
1: I really believe that. Yeah. I think it's it's in tier one. If I had tiers,
0: it's in, it's in tier one. So what we're going to have to determine is... And I don't even know if we can actually make this comparison or or this determination down the road. After we go to Bonhof and thoroughly critique it... Which is going to be hard because it's so good. Yeah. I don't know which is going to We can talk higher.
1: about Bonhof a little bit more because it's a more sizable restaurant. And they're doing a ver- variety of things in there with alcohol. Bonhoeff with bakery.
0: Has, offers a lot more than what Chow Thai offers. Exactly. But, Chow Thai is a pretty easy review. Yeah. But I, I got to admit, it is... They both hit me, though, in a place that I love. Two separate places that are perfect. So, yeah. Both places are so legit.
1: Yeah, man, I agree. I I don't want to give too much away, but I feel like I've already anointed my favorite two restaurants in the state of West Virginia with the notion that Morgantown might have something to offer as well. Which I like. There's a lot of there's a few places up in Morgantown that I love. Um that I've been to. Mario's Fishbowl has a super place in my heart. I hope we can I don't know if we'll be able to get over there with you, but like I, I hope that I love Mario's Fishbowl. Their wings are phenomenal. I like Black Bear burrito up there. It's really good. Um there's a few other places I can't think of off the top of my head, but yeah, Chow Ties is just it's in tier one for me. Tier one is Chow Thai, Bonhoeff. Those two restaurants are just.
0: They're on the A team for sure. I mean, I don't. It, right now, it's really hard for me to say which one is my favorite restaurant in the state because Asian food in general is like my comfort food, you know? So, Chow Thai immediately has that working for it as far as my interests go. And then Bonhoeff, man, minored in German, the German culture is sweet, the liters of beer, sweet, the pretzels, sweet. Yeah, it's a fun place. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, it's a a, tough call.
1: They're both really cool to hang out in, in my opinion, Chow is on a different level because if you're in there with a lot of people, you're going to feel a little bit overwhelmed. <clears> but <throat> like... To get it to go or to eat in there, it's all the same. It's all relative. It's all good all the time. Yeah. Like I said, I've been there eight or nine times. Here's, here's my big factor, Jay, and I've said this on multiple podcasts. I've used this term, consistency. Mm-hmm. Chow Thai, if they're one thing, in my, in my eyes, they're consistent. It's every time I've been in there. To go...
0: That's really important. ...or
1: to eat there, I have not had a bad meal in there. And the meals are phenomenal.
0: You know what? I think I need to give a shout-out to Cindy and Derek Biondi because they're the ones that first told me about this place. She asked me if I had been. Yeah. She caught me one day at uh, the Target Starbucks when I was working there. And... She just casually mentioned this place and asked if I'd tried I said no. She said it was probably the best Thai food she's ever had. So I think on that recommendation alone, I brought it up to maybe your wife. We were trying to go. I can't remember exactly how it went down, but I, w- I, w- I don't know if I would have known about it if it hadn't been for her. So. Appreciate, cat, appreciate that. Typically,
1: cat. So, you have anything left to say about it before no, we before we rate it? Like, I, I really I can't. Nothing I else comes
0: to mind. All bases. I feel like I did too. And I, I it's. I want to be friends with her. I want to be friends with this lady. Like you're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be better friends with her than you are.
1: <laughs> okay, I like that
0: because I don't want to be friends with her. I you do. You can be friends with I her. I do. And um, I tell her you called and
1: hung up. <laughs> Please, uh, I hope I'm in there when you do that. <laughs> So I can defend myself. But let's just get in hit it. Hit me with it. Nine 0. Nine flat. Yep. Yep. That's a really good score. It's kind of a rookie score though, but it's a really good score. Why is it rookie? Nine flat. I I say that with two caveats. Okay. What what could be better? What could make
0: it better? More options. Really? Yeah, I love that she only has a select few things and she hits those really really well. But I'm a curious guy. And I'm it leaves me wondering what else can you do really really well? Fair. Yeah. Fair. Um Is that it? No. Bigger place? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes and no, yes and no. Like yesterday, it worked to our advantage because, you know, we're a small group. But we knew that going in. Yeah. We we planned that out. And but we're there by ourselves. If there were other people in there, I feel like I would have felt the more people that are in there, the more uncomfortable I feel. You know, it being it being such a small place. Um, And actually, I wanted to ask you, what's a bathroom like? Really spotless. That's important. Spotless. That's awesome.
1: That's, that lets you know their kitchen spotless. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Which it
1: is. You can look through the little doors or whatever. It's it's, it's a nice small little kitchen that, that's it's clean.
0: Yeah, it is. But another reason I give it a nine flat is I got to leave some space for Bonhoeff. Okay. I feel like I'm going to rate it in the nines. I can't guarantee that at this moment, but I'm pretty sure. So yeah, I'm
1: with you on that. Right,
0: here's
1: Here's mine. I'm, I'm 8.9 I'm right under you Okay And What I would like to see Is better drink options Ah uh, Yeah because I'm th- with you on that Because I think Better drink options Allow you to stay And hang out longer And I'd like to see A bigger space I like that space Like stay at Shrewsbury Street I'm talking Open up something else That has maybe Let's say 15-20 tables It's intimate And then I'd like service
0: Yeah I'd
1: like I'd like somebody To come and wait on me And take my order I like the walk up I like the walk up thing but I also like to sit at a table and be waited on and I would enjoy a nice Thai rendition on like alcoholic beverages and teas mm. and things like that.
0: And got my Thai. Yeah. Is that Thai? I think so. <laughs> I just got <laughs> <the> Thai in have <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, I I would That would be awesome. You know what would be really cool since you talk about that if she opened up a spot I don't know where Maybe on Capitol Street, even if there's a, a location available. Um, ooh, or somewhere in Huntington. <laughs> that, would be, that would be on point. But if she opened up a little tiny, I'm talking tiny, walk-up joint, maybe some open-air seating, seasonal even, and she sold like two, maybe three dishes out of that joint and sold alcohol. That would be That'd be cool. That'd be a prime meetup spot, really good hangout location. It'd be
1: a it'd have to be around a college campus. Yeah. College would.
0: kids would be about that.
1: But yeah, for me, uh, I'm a i I'm a solid eight nine and I, I, I see room for improvement. I don't want her to branch out too far. And I, I like what she's doing right now. I think her direction is on point. I think she would be a successful business in the area. I think that would be if I had to give it a critique, I'd say want me to be there longer and i'm not going to be there like we ate we got in and out of there yeah we went at four we were out we were home we were back home by five at least even maybe earlier than that
0: yeah so or we well, went to moxie
1: afterwards but we would have been home by four 45 5 o'clock right 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 it didn't take long um i i just wish i could hang out longer in that environment and i think a cock- nice cocktail would go go right along with that or some sort of rendition of a tea, or they have iced coffee in there, and they have things like that. It's just not that. It's not that good uh, to me. It's just not worth. Like when I ordered tea in there one time, they brought out like a bunch of bags of tea, and I just got to pick with warm water, mm. and I'm like, I kind of like that. too i'm not a I'm not. I'd rather her make it in the back and then bring bring it out in like a little pot or something. I think I don't know, but that that'd be my critique. But it's an eight nine for yeah. sure. I like not I like your nine flat, but
0: I, I, I like I, I feel like. Her rent has to be really, really cheap, comparatively speaking. But, Possibly. Uh, it's hard I, to tell. I only hope that she can keep up with the overhead. I mean,
1: I think she's got loyal customers. I think it, she's it got being, the same people coming yeah, in and out.
0: It's that's probably true.
1: She needs to add. She needs to. I hope we can help with adding some customers. I yeah. hope people think about her more often. It
0: being a Saturday in the early evening, I feel like she should have had more. People in there, but then again, she's just coming off of this. I don't know, sabbatical hiatus, family trauma. She'll bounce back. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so too. But there you have it. There's the review. Jay gives it a 9.0
1: 9 flat from Jay Flam with an 8.9. And it's that if here's the but here's what we just did. I want you to know this we just did. We uh, we put it in our tier one of restaurants, the top tier. So everything that falls under that, nothing can be bad. Like unless it goes into tier one, like Bonhof maybe gets a higher score, maybe gets the same score, but anything under that, like we can't go higher than eight nine. We've set the ceiling. That's kind of the ceiling for restaurants in West Virginia right now. Is eight nine and nine flat. Yep. And that's based off our best experiences with food ever, which mine was Manny's in Minneapolis, and yours was—I
0: don't know, man. It's—it's it's hard to say.
1: <laughs> well, go, we, we did it back. way back in the day. We did it. I feel it, like I—I
0: I, I feel like I was drinking at that moment, and I—I I got nervous because it was our first podcast, and I had to come up with something. So I said something.
1: Maybe we can do a uh, another podcast just tailored to off of that maybe we can redo that one sure later down the road sure for some entertainment what do you value? think
0: what do you think listeners yeah i don't think they care yeah you're not? Yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't care if I were. all right but
1: here's the here's our here's the meat of our uh episode i thought that was the meat but here's the here's the dessert of our episode our mount rushmore segment oh, the dessert um i like that i like that Did you just come up with that yeah there you come up with that it's nice yeah. um if you had 24 hours with someone to hang out and you could do whatever you wanted with them, who would it be? Who's the Mount
0: Rushmore Man, for you? I've been trying to think of this since you you pitched it to me.
1: Literally, you are. They give you access to their life for 24 hours. You can do anything with them for 24 hours. And they have to they have to treat you like they are your best friend, like they love you, they want to do every you want you can, it's your day you get one day when you get twenty four hours you can do whatever you want with them, and they have to say yes, and they do it, and they love it, they're like your pal, they're your <laughs> bro you've known them for years, you know what I mean you gotta set it like that, you gotta set it like that, huh mine's easy I'm yeah. good. let go, me to go first, yeah, go first. Uh, I don't think it's going to give you much more time, but there would be a few that there's obvious you're going to know a few, but you're not going to know, you're not going to know, t- you're not going to know two of the four. Okay. Um, do you want me to go with the ones that you're going to know or the ones that you're not going to know first? I don't care. Okay. My uh, first one. That, uh, I'll go. With, I'll throw the curveballs first. My first one, and I. The reason why he holds a, a place in, in lore with me is that, one, it was my first true love, uh, baseball. And two, it's because I kind of got a taste of it when I coached at Capitol High School. But leading it off would be Augie Garrido. He just passed away from the university. He's a legendary college baseball coach, coached at Cal State Fullerton, coached at the University of Texas, won, national, won four or five national championships. He's just a legend. But he has this documentary called Inning by Inning. And me and the guys watched it when we were at D and E. And there's some moments in that documentary, man, where you just you fall in love with the guy because you see that he's presenting that the game that you've played your entire life to his players, but in a whole different way. Like he was a he was a he was innovative. He was inspirational. He uh he presented the game in a whole different light. And if I'd have watched that when I was playing maybe as a younger kid, it would have, it would have dawned on me that it, would, it might have changed the way I looked at the game. But when I watched it as an older player instead of watching it as a younger player, it still hold like some of the things he held that he, that he showed, I used as a coach when I was at Capital. And to me, that guy is the epitome of... ...of what baseball should always be about. And the only way I I know how to... I'm really bad at expressing it right now... ...because it's just words that are coming out of my mouth... ...you have to go watch it for yourself if you're a baseball purist... ...and then you'll understand. Just the way he got players to play... ...the way he touched the people that were around him in his life. He was a very smart, intelligent man. He's a very witty man. And some of his rants... ...and uh, umpire blow-ups... ...and when he got tossed out of games... I use that stuff. Like it was, it, it's just great info. And if you're a baseball person, you love baseball. Go watch it. It's called inning by inning. You can find it on iTunes and maybe deep dive on YouTube and find some clips. Amazing guy. He just he just passed away uh, two weeks ago or last week. So it's really sad for college baseball people and even major league people. Like he he, he touched a lot of people, and really cool dude. Um, he's one. And then my other curveball is Steven Ranella. And it, let me get into why I would hang out. I, I, let me let me not jump the gun here. Augie I'd hang out with and talk baseball with for 24 hours. I'd literally sit down and just have cu- cup after cup after cup of coffee and just let him tell me baseball stories. And just talk the game with him. And I, I would even watch games with I'd do anything baseball-related with that guy. Stephen Rinella, this one's going to throw you for a loop because I don't do this in my daily life. He's a hunter. And what Rinella did for me was he showed me he showed me what I I didn't know about hunting. He showed me an intellectual side to hunting. This guy is a historian. Literally anything you want to know about species of game and our history of our uh, our native lands and how it become to be came to pass and what people did back then. He knows it all. He knows every bit about it.
0: Was he on Joe Rogan? Yes. I feel like I saw that episode. I, I didn't listen to it, but the name sounds familiar to me. And then here's the
1: other thing. Here's the other caveat about him. All those things are true, plus he's one of the best wild game chefs I've ever seen in my life. Like, what he does with certain cuts of meat and how he prepares them and where he prepares them. He brought out this... Like, I didn't understand that side of it because I I just took hunting as a bunch of... um, And I want to be polite here. A bunch of not very intellectual people getting in groups and going out and shooting the biggest animal they can find. And letting it lay on the ground and then taking pictures with it and that was it they don't they don't cook it they just throw it to the side they don't they don't do any of that he showed me this whole other way and i watched his show it's called meat eater and what he does on that show it's amazing because he'll do these backpack backpack country hunts where he just goes in by himself with a camera puts it down and he just videos himself and he just talks to the camera and he just he does this thing called glassing, he just looks through these binoculars, tries to, and he does the most, he does the hardest form of hunting I've ever seen in my life. Most people sit in a tree stand and wait for game animals to come to them, he hunt, He actually goes out and hunts them, and it's, he was, he changed, he changed everything I thought hunting was, he changed it all. So I, those are my two curveballs, I kind of went on a long winded rant, but I would go hunting with that guy and I'd have him cook me a meal. All right. And I would try to pick up everything I could from him on those two topics. So there's my two curveballs. Gimme give, give me two back. So I don't go too far into this.
0: Mm. I was more listening than thinking. Uh I kinda thought that.
1: By looking at you.
0: I'm gonna, I mean I'm gonna have to go with Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Like without doubt. We mentioned him every podcast, yeah. so I kinda figured it, that was gonna happen. Yeah. He's like I don't even think he, he I I don't even know what to say about Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. What would you do with him for 24 hours? Eat?
1: So you'd let him take you around or would you would you try to show him what how you I'd feel like, about food? No. You'd let you him me? you let him lead the way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you don't feel like you could bring anything to the culinary experience for him.
0: Hi Tony, here's a Tudor's big tater. <laughs>
1: He might actually like it. He likes Waffle House. He, of course he likes Waffle House. He likes Waffle he he, he gets he, he, he gets had, down on
0: hot dogs. He only had Waffle House for the first time in his like sixty something year old life. I love that segment by the way. But yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Uh but yeah. Shout out to Waffle House though, for the crazed
1: dude coming in with no pants on with an AR fifteen just whacking people. Oh what kind of sick world is this? We can't even go to Waffle House. I told you it hurt my heart when I saw that story. I was like, nah, I can't even feel safe in my you in know my what local waffle. Wa-
0: you know what time it was? It's was like
1: three o'clock in the morning, I think, or four o'clock in the morning. Sheeps. I think. That's I could be wrong. Insanity. No pants. No pants. The pantsless AR fifteen gunman. <laughs> Dang, I shouldn't even be laughing, but it's just, it sucks, its Dangling
0: a-swanging. And, and they wrestled
1: the AR-15 away from him, and he took off. But he, he
0: eluded his captors. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Boy, Dane. Well, I'd have him take me around and show me what's good. Where? Hey, what city? Oh,
1: Got to be New York. New York City? Got to be New York. I don't
0: think he'd like that. I think he'd want to go somewhere else. I don't know. The best meal of his life was in New York. Maybe uh, go to... Uh, Mamafuku So David Chang Could yeah. pick us something up That'd be righteous Go to the French Laundry Oh yeah Yeah It'd be right on spot Right on But uh, anyway Bourdain um, I feel like I have a three
1: way tie Oh come on You can't go Give me another solid one That's in there a- Honestly
0: this is gonna sound this gonna sound kinda of stupid, but uh oh no, no no no. I'm gonna I'm gonna correct myself before I even say that. I'm gonna hang with Dave Grohl. Talk music,
1: maybe jam a little bit. You can play instruments, you can play the guitar, you can play a little bit of piano, drink.
0: Have some fresh
1: pots and coffee. Drink coffee, right? Not alcohol. Uh, both, Flynn. <laughs> is he? A, is he a big drinker anymore?
0: I doubt he is. Probably not. He's a family man now. Yeah, I think he went the other way. All right, I'll drink. Okay. <laughs> um, so there's two. There's two of mine.
1: Okay, let hey,
0: finish off your two. All
1: right. I- so 24 hours, you're just going gonna to drink and, and jam with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, he could show me all the spots in L.A. where they've put down records. And Sound he, City. That's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> he can show me in Seattle where he started the Foo Fighters. He can show me in Seattle where uh, Nirvana hit the world spotlight. I mean, there's a lot. There's a whole lot. That, you, you know what? When I think of the Foo Fighters, I mean, long-time favorite band. Like, uh, as far back as I can remember, they've been my favorite band. And i with pride now when people say, well, why? What's so great about them? Only rock band in the history of the world to trigger a seismic event from one of their concerts. That was at Wembley, right? No, it was in Australia. Mm. That many people... Were feeling Dave's music I'm, I, Jumping up and down Singing
1: I remember watching The part of Back and Forth When he talked about When they were trying to make Music early on And he was just trying to uh, Strum a uh, Chords on the guitar That would make people bounce Up and down Like get them rhythm Rhythm sections there Just was, jumping there up was and down There was some
0: logic to it Some uh, Musical knowledge That he He tried to employ there and he tested it out. And they did it. Yeah. He was trying to get people to like bop up and down yep. in the crowd. And he he made this song and they bopped up and down. Yeah. He's just he's a cool, cool dude. Um, yeah, so what are your remaining
1: Well the easiest one? Ever. He's number one. He is. I mean, he changed my life. And, and man, people I get more crap about when I when I talk about things. Yeah, I know I know where this is going. Is. When I talk about things, people look at me that know me and go, what did you hear that on Joe Rogan?" <laughs> and
0: like. And the answer is And the always answer yes.
1: unequivocally yes. But I cannot with I can't understate the value and the, the perfect person to ask this to, and I'm pitching it as a, like, when my when me and my wife first got together, I don't remember that person. Like, 2011, 2012, I don't remember that because that's when I, I didn't listen to Joe Rogan. And then, spin it forward to, like, 2012, 2013, I transformed into a different way of thinking, like... And it's, it was I guess it was more of an open-mindedness to things. And that it, it, there was a curiosity level that that man brought out of me that I had no idea was inside of me. Mm-hmm. And what he does in the way... I hear him repeat things over and over again. This is what's great about it. I hear him repeat things over and over again. And I'm like, oh, I've heard him say that 17 times. But that 18th time that he says it, it still makes me feel the same way as I did when the first time I heard it. And that lets me know the level of greatness that, and how he touched me. He, 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 he presented things that I would have never been able to uh, know about unless I, really, unless I found out about them on my own. He showed me the light. And that's the best way I know how to describe it.
0: Well, you know what? He is, and I've heard him praised for this sort of thing on multiple podcasts. He is like the godfather of podcasts. I hate saying that, but he
1: uh, like no one does it. I, I listen to I listen to other podcasts now, and then I listen to his. I'm like his le- his level of podcasting is just above and yeah. beyond everyone he, else. He changed the game, and he brings on people
0: the the bevy of guests. I've wondered that too. Like the bevy of how, guests, is there like a waiting list to be on the Joe Rogan podcast? From what I know, or does he just like no? He
1: books everyone himself. He does it all himself. So like when he when he becomes interested with somebody or someone, he reaches out to them and he brings them on. He had
0: somebody strange on there recently. I can't remember it, name it. it I don't know. What are they known for? I don't know. I don't I don't remember. I deleted it out of my queue to download because I was like I don't care what that person has to say. He brought on a guy
1: yesterday or last week called uh uh let me let me not butcher his name.
0: I don't know. I had one downloaded it, but I eventually deleted it without this, too. It was like some engineer Boyan von, B- Boyan Slot? Yeah. Yeah, Boyan Slot is going
1: to remove all of the plastic from the ocean. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, interesting. He's going to he's going after that garbage patch that is between LA and uh Japan maybe? Oh, yeah it's it's like the small size of it's like a miniature Texas
0: yeah, more or less of plastic and, and there's four of them. Of, it's just a bunch of plastic.
1: There's four of them in the world, and he's in the corner. Er, and He's, in corner he's, of he's of invented encourage. a machine that's going to
0: take it out of the water and
1: actually turn it into usable plastic that he's going to uh, sell back to people. So he, he's making sunglasses with this plastic that he's sucking out of the ocean. That's pretty sweet. Dude, a really cool podcast is only about like an hour and a half, but it's just—it's amazing who he gets on there. Yeah, had Liz Fair on. She's
0: a musician from back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. He's a—he's a game changer for sure in that realm.
1: Now, what i do in twenty-four hours with him? Uh, there's a few things I won't—I'm not going to discuss publicly that I'd do. Um, he does—he—he he has a—he has a bevy of things that he's into. I'm not really a car guy, so I don't really get there with him. Um, that's a whole other level. Uh, I want to go to his studio and hang out and do a podcast with him. And then I, he has this thing called the uh, Deprivation Tank. I'd be in this boring podcast. Oh, yeah. I would, it'd be awful. It would be <laughs> over in like 20
0: minutes. <laughs> well, Flan, thanks for the <laughs> riveting conversation points. <laughs> um, he has this Deprivation t- uh
1: Deprivation tank Sensory the deprivation fl- yeah, yeah, the float tank I'd like to do it
0: Man, um, I, I don't know if I could do it Yeah, it'd be cool um, If I had oxygen fed to me And like a, a signed contract That he wouldn't leave me in there longer <laughs> than uh, You said, ah, oh, you'd be fine <laughs> um, I'd like to do that Because I'm, I'm claustrophobic I couldn't, there's I have limits I think it's a pretty sizable tank though. Yeah, but it's underwater
1: in the dark. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh I could do it. Um like to go hunting with him, I think. And then I, I just like to talk to him. Did you spar with him? No, hell no. He'd kill you. He'd kill me. That dude would crush me. He'd bleed. My own blood. <laughs> Not his. Um. So yeah, I don't wanna fanboy out anymore. I just he changed my life man i've i'll forever never be able to express it to him or anyone else but i tried right there mm-hmm. but it's it's just hard I, he did a lot in the way of motivation a lot in the way of enlightenment a lot in the way of just information that i wouldn't have known about mm-hmm. so i'll be forever grateful for his podcast and everybody that i've come in contact with then, since then so I mean, I've listened to over, like, 700 and some podcasts with him, like, easily. Yeah. I listen to him all the time. So, yeah, you go now. I, I, I got one more and you go. Well, you I'm I'm
0: a major space buff. Like, m- major. Yeah. I'm not even sh- sure if you're aware to the extent that I'm a space buff. Um, so, I mean, there are so many rock stars in that realm that I'd like to chat with. John Glenn would have been a great one. Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, uh, Jim Lovell, he's still alive. I'd love to pick his brain on some things. Man, he's really up there in the years. So you're just saying you like to hang out in NASA or what? Well, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's not affiliated with NASA at all uh he 's director of the hayden planetarium in in New york city um, and i I refer to him because he refers to himself as your personal astrophysicist uh star talk radio host um of course Bill Nye has a little bit of influence there as well but i think even though all of those people would be absolutely incredible to talk with, to uh, learn from. I'm gonna have to go with Scott Kelly, the dude that spent a year on the space station. Um, That guy, he has a different kind of experience in that a lot of the space program things that, that we endeavored to do Happened at a time when we were competing with the Russians. Whereas Scott uh, Kelly, he was on the space station and even worked in Moscow prior to that um, with the Russians. So he's got he's he's your international man for space, which plays right into my educational background. So he's got, he knows all the details about what it's like to live in space what it's like to fly the F14 Tomcat which is super BA in my opinion um and in a perfect world i would have him I, i'd be his uh his rio on the F14 while we flew around buzz the tower i'd be Goose to his Maverick <laughs> um yeah there's a lot i'd like to learn from him
1: so you just like to pick his brain for 24 hours
0: yeah drink beer all of my all of my (laughs) (laughs) all of them you're getting you're getting down on the alcohol yeah 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 (laughs) I think I'm trying to cut back drinking yeah I'm getting shakes
1: (laughs) come on man pull it together I Um, have to I have to uh, I listened to an interesting podcast with a guy uh, Victor Glover he is on the Now What podcast with Arian Foster I told you about it it was pretty cool listening to him talk about stuff like that, so I can I can see where you're coming from on the space stuff. It's pretty neat to hear, peop- hear an astronaut talk about all the things that go along with becoming an astronaut, along with doing the job.
0: Well, I read something in his book that is eerie, considering the amount of time he spent in space. Um, he said the first night that he went to bed on the space station, he... He had to pop a sleeping pill because, I mean, it's it's really weird to get used to sleeping not in a bed. You can't feel sheets on you. You're just like floating there, Velcroed to your bed. And uh, he said when he closed his eyes, he kept seeing flashing light go from one side of his, his eyes to the other. And what that was, was radiation passing through his body, going you know, from outer space, through the space station, through his body, out of the space station, back out into space, and it, for unknown reasons, it creates this uh, lightning effect in your eyelids. That's spooky to me. Like, his his risk for cancer, developing cancer later in life, is higher, oh, it's through the roof compared to you and I. But um, he did it, He he, he did all that. In the name of scientific research, because he has a twin brother who spent that year on on Earth. And that that's incredible to me, but pretty cool. Yeah, proceed.
1: Um, my last one. You uh, that I was going back and forth. You took uh, play on words there. Uh, you you took Dave Grohl early, and if you. You hadn't have taken him. I'd have probably said him. Um he changed my outlook on on what a rock star was. Or what a rock star is. You know, when you think for me when you I think rock star, I think of someone like eighties hair metal for some reason, like party like a like Marky Axl, Mark and uh, like guy. an Axl Rose type. You know what I mean? Like what was that movie though? With Yeah, Rockstar. It was rock, called Rockstar. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, with Where he plays, uh, (laughs) he plays. uh, He tries to get in the band. He's in a tribute band. Yeah, and then he gets in
0: the band. Right, but that's what I
1: thought Rockstar was, and and then Dave came along and
0: he totally flipped that. He did that interview where he was like, you know, we started making all kinds of money in in, uh, Foo Fighters and everybody else is like, man, can you imagine the drugs and alcohol they go through? And he's like, no. I guy was like, man, this is great! I can get a new grill. <laughs> <laughs> he just seems like a blue collar, like
1: dude you'd run into at your local watering hole, and him smoking a stog and just having a beer and just laughing and yucking it. Out. He just seems like a down to earth guy. Yeah. Um, he was up there for me, but I'll go the other way. Um, Jim Carrey. Oh. Wow. Yeah. A good one. Yeah. He is but I, and and here's why. Later on in life he's become a lot more interesting than I think what he was as an actor. Um if you've seen any of his paintings over the course of the past like 5 years they're real political. Oh yeah. But man is he a one hell of an artist. Whether you whether you agree with what he's painting or not, that's that's a whole other conversation, but like the amount of detail and it's just it's really cool to me i like i like sort of artsy stuff like that even though i can't do any of that i just i have an appreciation level for it
0: what do they say about art the whole point of art is to get people talking yes and his it, his
1: or his get you talking
0: yeah um from someone that, that i'm not sure you know had any notable pieces of art while he was um, an actor I, yeah none He his shot right to the forefront oh they're great shot right to the forefront of uh, American
1: politics yes and they're interesting and that, but here's the other side of it if you've seen any of his interviews since he's gotten out of quote unquote Hollywood he's not doing as much in the way of acting
0: mm-hmm.
1: He shed a light whenever he talks about how f- the fakeness level of what these people are and what people know them as and what these actually people are, and he points it he points it out so uh, directly like he calls he calls Hollywood what it is, you know mm. what I mean and for me, I appreciate that because I just from afar I, I feel the fakeness all the way in West Virginia and for a guy who has lived it and now kind of out of it, it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see somebody point that out. And there was an interview he did on Conan uh, probably last week. Jeff Daniels was on promoting one of his new movies. And he just kind of showed up and and did the interview with him. And watching him and Jeff Daniels interact, there's something so genuine about it. Because honestly, I don't think there was a better duo in Hollywood than those two guys. Even though the second one was kind of a stinker, the first, Dumb and Dumber will forever be One of those nostalgic movies Oh no question about it And those two guys together I, it, I, I love I, I just love that genuine part Of those two And it was just awesome You gotta go back If you can watch it Watch it It's on YouTube obviously um, But yeah Jim Carrey to me It's on Conan Yeah it was a Conan interview I'll look it up um, He's just great He's a great human I think he's had a lot He's done a lot in the way With psychedelics I think <laughs> since since well, leaving hollywood a, he had
0: a really interesting um, comedians in cars getting cars. yes i loved it very interesting i loved it he took him back to his like art studio yes that, so
1: great yeah that was interesting um that that's a great episode of him i there's just i feel like he's 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 went through this portal of fame and come out on the other side and sees how ridiculous fame is. And I think now he's just trying to tell everybody, like, it's not what it's cracked up to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't want to become famous. <laughs> and you know what? That should say a lot because I don't know if he was actually homeless before he really got started with his acting career. Well, it was it was close. Something was, was screwy there.
1: Fire Marshal Bill was the first, like, real gig he got was... Uh, um, in Living Collar is where he first got his big break. Really, yeah. I I believe feel so. Like then, man, it, I, then I, it took I, off
0: from there. I heard that a long time ago that he was basically homeless.
1: That that good that that thing where he plays a uh, man on the moon with Andy Kaufman, where he does that reenactment or whatever. I want to watch that. It's I've, never, rip, I've dude, never seen. the characters he goes into are just insane. He's really, I mean, he's he's awesome at what he does. Um, but yeah, there you have it. I'd hang out with him and just watch him do art and other activities, probably, and <laughs> just just listen to him talk and rant. Man, I think it'd be like enlighten-
0: that's a really, really good one.
1: Yeah, Jim Carrey. So there, there's mine. You got you never. got Rogan, Ranella, Carrey, and Augie Garrido. It I hits all never, my bases.
0: Ever would have thought you would have said Jim Carrey. It really stunned me with that one. Oh, boy. Um,
1: Finish I was, th- it off, I man. was
0: thinking about saying Tom Hanks. He's like the uncle that I wish I had. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, actually, I know a guy. He was, he's one of my professors at State. Um, he's an entomologist, which I haven't gotten back to him about the Beatles at Moxie. So ah. I, I need to. But... Um, he did his his postdoc at uh University of Illinois in Champaign or I don't know Champaign Illinois is, is where he was he was at Tom Hanks has a brother that's an entomologist a professor entomologist at that school and he would say that sometimes Tom Hanks would just show up at the university and his brother would go out for the day with him and they would just like Paint town red. That that seemed cool. He, I wish he would have been able to hang out with him and give me a story from that. But I don't think I'm going to go. Tom Hanks. As fun as that would be, I'm not going to do it. Um, and then I thought about. I got a soft spot for Justin Trudeau. Oh man. man, that guy is something special. I'd love to sit and hang out with him, pick his brain on some some international affairs, but uh, I don't think I'm going to do that either. Um, I'm going to say Christoph Waltz. Okay? I'm going to say Christoph Waltz. The guy is one of the most prolific actors I've ever seen. Just in the few characters I've seen him portray, it's astounding what he can do with Character progression, um, and then I'm also saying that after watching his comedians in in Cars getting coffee, the day that he had with Jim Carrey or Jim Carrey, really Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld, yeah, uh, where they went to IHOP and he basically was not pleased with IHOP at, at all. <laughs> Um, he just seems like an eclectic dude that would be a, a really enlightening conversationist kind of guy you really want to get to know outside of of Hollywood so there it is for me Anthony Bourdain Dave Grohl Scott Kelly and Christoph Waltz solid list I like those I'm
1: glad he didn't go with Trudeau though Really? Why? Nah.
0: That political
1: figure? Political figures tough for me.
0: Any of them? I'm very disillusioned with politics these days.
1: Yeah, and that, that that just turn
0: I, very disillusioned. Uh, I, that that I, turns I, me off to a hundred percent. I like. think politics, um, largely, it's it's just it's a joke these it's days. It's taking a stranglehold on people that I just think it, is yeah. just
1: not worthy of people's time and anger and i feel like he's an outlier though um he's sort of wacky though on some things but he gets a little out the guy is very it's a little too progressive sometimes though really i don't think so just a little bit but i don't want to get into that um it's a solid list though i i i like the crystal walsh pick um i love the dave girl pick and it it but it helped me with the carry pick for mine because I didn't want to I didn't want to overlap you on any, even though we kind of did that on video games I didn't want I didn't want to do that here because we do we have a lot I don't for people listening we have a lot of similar entrants. so I think a lot of times we're both saying the same thing just in different ways yeah so of. I didn't want to do that with this because we have branched out into different things like you love space I love Joe Rogan podcasts. <laughs> Like we do we do compare and contrast on certain things. Like we do go the opposite ends of the spectrum. You love international affairs, Europe, things like that. I I like that stuff, but I also like America as well. Like there's just we 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 overlap but then we go our separate ways yeah, on some yeah, things. Yeah. Um but I got a good one for you for next one. Okay. Um your Mount Rushmore of fears. Oh my
0: gosh! What I yes. can do that right now? <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> don't! Mount Rushmore of fear. I don't have to think at all. <laughs> on
1: I thought about it today. I had. To, I was like, "What are we gonna do next week?" I was like, "I, I don't want st- to." We've we've done a lot in the way of pop culture, and I think we need to go a different route. And I think that's a good one. What What makes you scared? What just absolutely? Frightens you to the dickens that like if you think about it right now will just make you piss yourself I can think of fear.
0: three off the top of my head, okay, good, well, hold three. on
1: hold on to those there's a little there's a little cliffhanger there for the f- listeners yeah
0: and you know what though since I feel like since uh our buddy Chris Holstein thinks that this is one of the the most intriguing parts of our of our conversation. Let's have him give us a, a Mount Rushmore topic. Okay, I'll have you. will be spending some time with him. Yeah, in the next couple of days. So
1: that's good. I you got, got you. You
0: got your homework, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you have it.
1: There's the review. Nine nine flat for chow Tai. Eight nine for chow Tai from me. Mount Rushmore is really cool. Uh, I liked all the picks. Um, and again. For the avid listeners, we appreciate you. We love you. We appreciate the feedback. Um, If you hear birds chirping or lawnmowers going around or any sort of background noise, this is just kind of—I—I want to do a little something different. Get out in the open air. Um, We'll probably take it inside next time, but stick with us on that. Hopefully, the sound quality's good for everybody. My feet are cold. (laughs) I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Do some exercise out in the way of in my
0: yard. I have to eat, man. Let's see. It's 3 o'clock in the p.m. All I've had to eat today is a lemon luna bar. Ouch. That's right.
1: Get home and get something to eat, sir. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: train's leaving the station. Choo, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Fork Buddy's train is out of here.
1: Fork on. Fork off.